Well, thank y'all for joining us. I'm Robbie, and this is David Bickley, and this is Pursuit of Purpose. David, if you wouldn't mind, tell us about yourself and your company. Well, I'm 70 years old. I started this company about four years ago. I have been in several different occupations, mainly in sales. Uh, This company was started because of an unusual happening. We were going to have a family reunion at our house. And my son worked for Spanky's Record Service. He brought a, a surface cleaner over there okay. and a pressure washer. And he washed the entire driveway. And as I saw him doing that, I thought to myself, man, that's something I could sell. Well, I got fed up with the coin business and I left the coin business. Okay. I made plenty of money. I've done very, very well in that particular business. But I started this pressure washing business. When I started the business, it was me knocking on doors. Hey, I'll wash your driveway for a hundred dollars. And it was a slow process. It was definitely a slow process. And it was a tremendous amount of work because I had one pressure washer, one surface cleaner, and I was going around and having to do all of the work, everything. But my business has flourished since then. I now have two wash trailers. I have a wash truck. And my business has, I've got employees that uh, number almost 10 people now, but the business has grown very, very well, very exponentially. And I've doubled my business every year that I've been in business since I started. So I've reached a point now of what I feel like is, uh, I've got to look at new adventures are new areas of the marketplace in order to grow my business. I do, but I'm a firm believer that growth of a business is the one thing that you must have in your business or your business will die. I have no disagreement with that whatsoever. Well, I'll tell you, I've got a question for you and I just want to clarify for those of you out there listening and watching this. What you're saying is that in your younger life, you worked more in an office type setting. You stayed in the air condition, you did a lot of phone talking, a lot of phone sales, a lot of taking orders and selling that way. And then as you reached into what many would call older age, you now got into physical labor. Yes. That's impressive. Yes. And and were you afraid of that at all? No. No. So you endeavored to completely reinvent yourself in business. That is impressive. So, so many people are afraid when they get to a certain stage in life, especially. Uh, let's say they reach 60 years old. They think, well, I, I'm too old to do anything else. I've all, I, this is all I've done my whole life. And I encourage everybody that there's no age that you're too old at. Your brain didn't decide you were too old. No. Nope. So you're living proof of this. Trust what I'm telling you here. The ability in my mind, I'm 20 years old. Right now I'm 20. And could get out and do whatever a 20 year old could do, mentally. Yeah. I can't do that physically. Right. But that's okay, because I've learned that without other people's help, you're not gonna be successful. It's, It's impossible for you to do a job of this, the of the size that I have here, right. with the companies that I deal with, 
Uh, I mean, I, I deal with a number of the larger car lots in this area, larger banks in this area, uh, larger grocery stores in this area, uh, furniture stores. I mean, we we redid Howell Furniture's parking lots and Ashley parking lots. That's very good. And we cleaned them. Once we got them clean, we came back in and chemically treated those parking lots to keep mold and mildew from coming back as quickly. We can't stop it. It's not going to stop. We live I didn't even know that was a thing. You just taught me something. I didn't know you could treat concrete to keep it from mold and mildew. Yes, you can. That's impressive. But the thing is, is that when you treat it, it's going to come back. Mold right. and mildew, you can't stop it. We live in 87% humidity and it's going to grow. But you can retard the growth a little bit. And the way you do that is keep in mind what concrete actually is. It's a large sponge. Right, porous. It's porous. Porous rock. Kind when of. you put the chemical on there, yeah. it soaks down into the concrete and it kills the, the seed of the mold and mildew as it grows. You didn't tell us the name of your company. I'm sorry. I own Be Clean Pressure Washing and Golden Triangle Striping. Very good. Not only do we clean your parking lot and maintain it, but we also can come in and restripe your parking lots. Awesome. So it's a it's a, a commodity that goes together very, very well. They go together like a hand goes into a glove. What about brand new construction? Do you stripe parking lots that are brand new? Absolutely. Okay. I was just curious. Absolutely. The new construction, and as a matter of fact, uh, to give you an example of the new construction, we just got through uh, striping Philpot Hyundai okay. down in Needleton. And that's a that was a big parking lot. That was a, a major job for right, us. Right. We had to go in because of the new concrete. It has a a sandy grit that's on the very surface of that. Right. And as we to keep the paint to stay on, we must go in there and knock that sandy grit off. Because if a car drives over it, drives over our lines, you break down the bond between the paint and the concrete. Yeah. So it peels up. Well, we had to go in with a pressure washer, go in there and rinse every square inch of that parking lot first. Then we come back in and did the paint job on it. And it turned out to be a 100% huge, huge success for us. Well, let me tell you what I hear, David. I hear a man who has become self-educated about a field that he was not previously involved in. And not only did you become self-educated, but you're passionate about what you do. And that, to me, is an illustration of someone who is going to extend, uh, obtain success no matter what. And that's the attitude that I see coming from you. And what I also see that you've illustrated is that you parlayed your experience in your younger years into wisdom in your older years and leveraged that into delegating the physical tasks needed to help you in your new endeavor. Yes, I did. But I want you to understand one thing, that the opportunity that I had, luck happens when preparedness meets opportunity. And opportunity is there all the time. Yes, oh yes. You mentioned that I had to self-educate myself. Of course I had to educate yes. myself. If you're not prepared for an opportunity, the opportunity is only gonna make you look foolish. So, be prepared for your opportunities. And that's that's the one thing advice-wise that I could give to anyone wanting to start a business or even companies that are 20 years old. 
do your research and development, grow your business with the competition, with the marketplace, right? and the marketplace will pay you back in numerous times. Well, I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit, and, and this is something that we always do, and I'm gonna ask you a personal question. Are you married? Yes. Okay, and does your wife have any involvement in your business? Absolutely. Very good. So, to what, to what extent is she involved, if you don't mind? She is my business partner. Okay. She aids me in making decisions on equipment, on jobs, on doing, she does the invoicing, she does a number of tasks that, look, I'm computer literate almost. So she takes care of my computerized work and she does an excellent job of that. She keeps me in line. So she is an integral part of both your personal and your professional life. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I love 42 that. years. I love that. 42 years of marriage? Yes. Well, congratulations. That is impressive. That is impressive. I hope everybody enjoyed hearing that. So what is your favorite thing about owning your own business? I would have to say that it's the challenges that I've got looking for me in front of me that I have the opportunity to overcome diversity and succeed in what I want to find my final goals. Uh, I think that the goals that I've set in my business is something that I want that I want very, very much. I'm very passionate about that. And to achieve those goals is my success. That's that's awesome. So it's it's kind of like what you're saying is the journey, the pursuit of the purpose is as important, if not more important, than the actual purpose. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I've always, in my in my own mind, I have learned to, and this is a learned uh, skill, is that I have I've learned to look forward to a ver- Well, yeah, I have a, a ver- adversity, but. Uh, I, I like to complete a plan. That's the name of the game. And goals are one thing that you have to have, or I have to have, in order to make my business successful. You like to know the score and watch it improve. I do. That's good. That's Absolutely. Good. That's typically the one of the marks of a successful entrepreneur. So if you had it to go back and do over again, and I'm talking about uh, go back to your first entrepreneurial days in sales, uh, would you go back and do things the same way as you did them? To a certain extent, yes. Okay. On the opposite side of the coin, there's always two sides to everything. Uh, I would probably go into the, the, the pressure washing business because I enjoy that more than I did the coin business. Well, and that's fascinating that you bring that up. Is there a chance that you might not have been mentally ready for it back then? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely was. So as you said before about luck being preparation and opportunity coming together. Well, I started my sales career at 20 years old or 19 years old with Sears and Roebuck. Wow. I sold vacuum cleaners and sewing machines for Sears and Roebuck and was one of the most successful salespeople they had in the store. So I, I had a, a roommate at that time, 
He was a manager trainee that had a degree from Texas A&I University, and he was making 125 bucks a week. I was bringing home five to 600 a week. Wow. In the sales field. That's a big company. And he, 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 it made him mad. He said, man, I went through college. I went through this. I did all this. And I'm, you're making five times what I'm making. I said, you should have been a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so are you successful, David? Absolutely. I was successful when I was dead broke because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I was going to do it. That's a great answer. I love that. I love that. So what do you fear? Nothing. Good answer. I like that. I, and I, if you could explain that a little bit, why do you say you fear nothing? I'm a Christian. If I, if I die tomorrow, I've had a full, rich life, and I'll be happy to meet my maker. That's awesome. I love it. That's a great answer. Great response. I'm proud of you. So what separates a successful business entrepreneur from a failure? What, what's the separation there? What's the difference? successful entrepreneur has got something that failures don't have and it's initiative and drive okay the initiative that you have to do a job and the drive that you have to complete that job is what's going to be the difference between success and failure okay because the you know to me the success is the journey toward a worthy goal Okay. Once you get to that worthy goal, it's time to reset your goals, reevaluate your life, and set for a higher, higher goal. It will carry you through all the turmoil that can ever happen in your life. The journey never ends. Never ends. So, in your business, who's your biggest competitor? Me. That's a great answer. And the reason I say that is that we all have times that we fight that we that we get down a little bit okay yes and overcoming that and getting my mind and getting my body involved in doing my business it alleviates that thought out of my mind so really I have I have no competition in this business and the reason I say that, I don't worry about what other people do in their business. That's their problems. Except for the guy behind your eyes. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't worry about what other people are doing and how don't judge how successful someone is by how much business that they have. Right. Do I have competition in this marketplace? Absolutely. As a matter, matter right. of fact, I pro there's probably 60 to 70 pressure washing companies in the Golden Triangle area alone. Oh, at least. At least yes. that many. And, but I don't worry about what they do. I go out and treat my customers right. I treat them with integrity and honesty. Uh, Maribo, uh, he had said it best at one time. He said, honesty is something we should invent in case we didn't have it as the fastest means of getting rich. Yeah. Honesty and integrity will go so far. And your customers and my customers, they like to see me. They like to hear from me. They don't put me off. So you're building relationships more than just building a business. I'm Well, the relationship is the business. That's exactly right. Very good. So 
What's next for you? I would have to say the franchising. Okay. So you want to franchise? I'd love to franchise my business. Okay. I need some help with that though. So it's something that I've, I'm, there's something that I am preparing myself for as we speak in, in looking into what I need to franchise the business and I need help with it. There's no two ways about that. I do. All right. But it will be a, it will be a success also as well as this business has been a success. I'm not doing this business for me. I do. I shouldn't say that. I'm doing it for me to support my family. Right. But I'm doing it for my my people that work for me. Someday, every one of those guys that work for me are going to have a piece of this business. I had it set out that each and every person that works for me gets a small portion of my business. Now, it also that helps me keep find extremely high quality people. Right, you got a good incentive program. I have an incentive program for them. Uh, And as time goes on, that incentive will pass on to them to pass this same incentive on to their employees. And it's gonna grow and it will do very, very well in in its own right. Just a matter of taking the, the time to personally involve yourself with your employees and personally involve yourself with their their lives and their livelihood and my business is a commission-based business no one works for me that's not on commission I don't pay any salaries none whatsoever I pay I give you by production I get paid by the production and I give a good example we washed a quarter of a million square feet of concrete at Philpot Ford. That's a lot of concrete. That's a lot of concrete. We were doing anywhere from before when we only had eight gallons a minute to the machines, uh, we could do about 25,000 square feet in an eight hour shift. We've increased that to 12 gallons a minute and we can do close to 40 to 50,000 square feet in an eight hour shift. So it makes it faster for the employees. They can make more money per hour and they enjoy the profits too at the same time. Yes, yes. Well, that that's amazing. And do you still, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you are 70 years old and this is your, your newest incarnation professionally. Yes. So do you still have dreams? Absolutely. I had a man tell me that was one of the, that was one of the most uh, financially successful men that I know. Tell me, he said, the biggest problem with America today and people that are in business is that they fail to dream big enough. I don't disagree with you one bit. Not a bit. Because what the mind can conceive and believe, the body can achieve. That's right. It doesn't matter if they're seven or 70. Yes. Your age makes no difference. What you can, what your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve and will if you make that your goal. I'm proud to hear you say that. I'm very proud, thank you for that. So where do you see yourself, not your company, but yourself in five years? I feel like that we're gonna, our company will be in a state of evolution, mm-hmm. of growth. I expect 
to find myself in a position that I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing sales. That's what my, my position is now. But I want, my goal is to have five salesmen that work for my company that go out and make their commission off on their business. That way I can concentrate my working effort on either opening up another business or continue to grow the striping business. Or growing the franchise opportunities. Yes. And that's a form of sales in itself. Yes. I love it. What I love about that is you're, you know, not just dreams, but you're ambitious. Ambition is the result of your desire. That's your drive, your fire within you, your spirit. Absolutely. And I love that. Thank you for that. So what do you look for in an employee? I look for someone that has got enough confidence in themselves to do a task, whatever the task may be. So are you hiring right now? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, how many people of quality nature do you need or do you want? I'd like to have 20. Okay. So if you found the right people, you would offer them an opportunity. Absolutely would. To begin a career with you. Absolutely would. And would you view it as a career or as a job? Career. Okay. Very good. Because it's, a job is, I found that in my pursuit of employees, I have found that people will come and work until they get enough money that they feel like they can take a little time off. Hmm. Mm. You get a guy, you get a guy, that, and you pay him a thousand dollars a week, or two thousand dollars a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. When he's got a couple of thousand dollars, he's nah. I don't feel like coming in today. Well, you're not the guy for me, right? And I'm going to go through people. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm going to have attrition in my employees for the simple reason that I don't have to fire anybody ever. I don't. They fire themselves. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So going back to the other side of your business, not the employees, but the customers, how would, how would someone become your customer? Who's your target market? My target market is the commercial businesses in this area. I not turning down residential work. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do the residential work, but my target business is the commercial business the banking industry, the food service industry, the uh, car industry, all of these industries, this building here has got a parking lot. That's a potential customer for me. Right. So. Commercial, high traffic, high visibility. Commercial business is the way to make money in this business. Okay. Two reasons. One is that when you go out on a commercial job, you're there typically at nighttime when the business is closed. You don't have anybody to bother you when you do your work. You go out and do your work and you get through. So if you could go back in time to your younger self, let's say that when you were 55. Okay. <laughs> That's before you got before you got into the Before you got into the pressure washing business. Right. And you could go back in time, and all you could do, though, is whisper in your own ear and give yourself advice. What would you say? Change your life. Be honest. 
be hardworking, have a goal. At 55, I was selling coins and I had a business within a business is what I had. But by that time I had learned that you've got to have your goals set. Uh, I didn't set goals. I didn't care about setting goals. I didn't think that I needed to set goals at that time, but you have to have a goal. You have to have a goal to get to. It doesn't matter what you're doing or where you're going in life. If you're just going to your neighbor's house, you have a goal of getting there and you have a pathway to, to follow to get to that job, that end. But I would say goals would be one of the most important things to me that I did not do at age 55. Okay. That's good. That's great advice. That's great advice. Set goals and set plans and take action to get there. Exactly. And then have the tenacity to follow follow through on your goals. That's right. So if a young aspiring entrepreneur walked through that door, and we'll call him young mentally, who knows what age he might be. But he was aspiring to become an entrepreneur like yourself. What advice might you give that person? May they be male or female. What advice would you have for them? Never quit. Ah, I love it. Never ever quit. No matter what happens in the situation that you're in, if you find yourself a failure in that situation, don't ever give up. Very good. The person that gives up is the loser. That's right. The only way to lose is to quit. That's exactly right. And the the thing that I would tell anybody would be to have the tenacity about you to follow through with what you want to happen. But have a plan. By all means, have a plan to succeed. Yes. You will succeed 99.9% of the time if you have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you will fail 99.9% of the time. So how do people, whether they want to work for you or want you to work for them, how do they get in touch with you? I advertise on the internet. People will see my numbers on the internet. They'll see my uh, signs on the side of my truck on down the road. As a matter of fact, I have a customer up in Woodville that saw my, saw my sign on the back, back end of my truck and called me from his car. Would you like to give it to him now? Oh, absolutely. My phone number is 409-782-2250. Anytime that you may want to get a bid or have some pressure washing done or some striping in your parking, in your business parking lot done, please give me a call. 409-782-2250. And that's Be Clean Pressure Washing. Be Clean Pressure Washing and Golden Triangle Striping. Well, David, it's been a pleasure to have you with us today. I I sure hope the audience tunes in and listens to this program. I've enjoyed it. I have too, Robbie. I I certainly appreciate it. And thank you for allowing us to become a part of the pursuit of your purpose. Thank you.